Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Welcome to the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. So proud to be with you today. Proud of our sponsors as well. Thank you so much to Central National Bank. Thank you for everything that you do. And uh, we appreciate you, our presenting sponsor, and that will continue uh, for the foreseeable future. We may do like a 10-year extension or something like that. Aaron, hope you're doing well today. I know John's had a lot planned. Aaron, this has been fun to have um, a passion. The Baylor fan base has gotten excited about a new baseball coach. And while I'm a big Steve Rodriguez fan and uh, kind of excited to see what he ends up doing, I'm also excited about the future of Baylor. And with Mitch Thompson, again, we don't always get Aaron, sometimes we, we kind of think, oh, wouldn't that be fun if they hired Mitch? And I think a lot of us thought, well, that sounds cool, but they're not going to do that. And they did it. They absolutely did it. And so that's a, a cool thing. And then, Aaron, I should have shared some of this with you. I may have. I may have texted about you this last night. But our reaction on the Steve Smith interview has been immense. So some at some point in the coming days, we may want to – uh, if folks might have missed out on that, we may want to replay that for people because uh, I know Tom Barfield was excited to hear that. He had so many years with Steve Smith, Smitty, as he calls him. And that was a very poignant story, Aaron, that, that Steve told. And Alan Holt, uh, Barry Ray, like all these longtime Baylor people were calling us uh, and texting me last night, tweeting and just saying, hey, that was incredible. Jason Jennings, one pound for pound, probably the greatest player in Baylor baseball history, um, texted last night, Aaron, to say that after he was off the air, he went back and listened online to Steve Smith's interview and loved it and, and really appreciated that. Uh, Aaron, not many times do you have a chance to kind of redo things or, or go back home, as we say. Um, isn't that cool? That with Mitch Thompson, in a sense, that Baylor's, you know, kind of glory years, and you thought, well, will they ever be able to get that back? Um, will they ever? I'm sure people, same thing with football. I mean, even with as bad as the scandal, as horrible as all this stuff was, during that time, we were all having the greatest time ever. We were winning a ton of games. And, of course, now it's like, oh, my gosh, how do we view that time period? Well, Baylor baseball had just a, a monster uh, era, a monster stretch from about 99 to 2012. And Mitch Thompson was right in the middle of it. So was Steve Smith, the head coach. I mean, you can't do that without Steve running things. And and then Hoot, uh, Hoot was on with other, Hoot Jonigan. You, you just had such a great combination of people, somebody that knew catchers. Oh, and Aaron, speaking of catchers, on with us today at 5 p.m., Kelly Shopik. 
only the greatest catcher in Baylor history. People say, what about Shea Langoliers? What about Brian Loeb? What about some of these other folks? Well, yeah, all of them were great. But Shopik was the original, was the inaugural winner of the Johnny Bench Award in college baseball, the best catcher in the country. And he was back from that same era that Jason Jennings came out of. Uh, and in, uh, he played Major League Baseball all the way through 2013. And uh, then decided, hey, I just uh, about done with that. And um, it, it just, he, he had a really great run as a catcher. He was not, um, and he had some great moments as a hitter as well, but he was known for being a tremendous caller of the game. Uh, was a catcher in the major leagues for nine seasons, including one, uh, at least one season in Tampa. And Aaron, you remember that around 2011, uh, Rangers opened that ALDS series against the T- the Tampa Bay Rays, and they lost nine to nothing that night. I was at the ballpark for that. Aaron, do you know who had two home runs in that game? None other than Kelly Shopik. So we'll uh, we'll get to visit with Kelly. That's going to be a lot of fun. That will happen today at 5 o'clock. Now, last night, the Dallas Mavericks had a big trade that went down. And it, inc- it involved Boban. We love Bobby. Uh, he's, a, he's a great guy. Kids love him. Everybody loves him. It, it, it involved several Mavs, none of which really play a lot i think sterling brown was in this trade the big part of the trade was the mavericks traded the fir- their their first round pick they haven't had a, fir- a lot of first round picks lately the number 26 overall pick that's the one the mavs had and they traded it to the rockets in return they get 610 center christian wood and he's an interesting guy. He's played for like six different franchises. He's only 26 years old. He's played for six different organizations. Now, he didn't finally get it going till he was 24 or 25. And for Detroit, he started putting up big numbers. He also put up big numbers last year for the Rockets. Averaged 17 points and 10 rebounds. Played about 68 games last year. And so the talent is there. The excitement is there. And at 520 today, Chuck Cooperstein, you know him, the voice of the Dallas Mavericks, 97-1, the Eagle now is what they're on, will join us. And so Chuck will have a lot of thoughts on what's going on with Christian Wood. Aaron, when you saw this trade go down last night, what was your initial thought? Did you immediately think, great trade for the Mavs? Did it, did any was there anything about any of those players the Mavs sent out or that first round pick that bothered you or did you immediately think great trade for the Dallas Mavericks? Yeah, the, my immediate thought was I can't believe they got Christian Wood for that package. Um, the first round picks late in the first round, still first rounder, but it's late in the first round and they basically cleared out the end of their bench. They didn't give away any rotational players. Uh, to get Christian Wood, which is kind of amazing. I think I think that if if the Rockets had traded Wood before the deadline, they probably could have got a better package. 
looking at it from their side, they get a first-round pick and they don't have to take on any big contracts, which I think they consider a win, and it probably is. But it, it, as far as just looking at it um, from improving your team, the Mavericks did that in a big way, and they didn't give up anything really but their first-round pick this year, which is pretty incredible. Now, Aaron, they did lose one of the most beloved players in the NBA. Yeah. We're talking about Boban Maranovic. And, Aaron, after we had one of the stars of this new movie, what's the name of that movie, Aaron? You remember? I The Hustle? other night, I, Hustle, you're right. The other night, I stayed up late. It's on Netflix and watched it. Adam Sandler, Fran Fraschilla, who was on with us the other day, he's in it. Kenny Smith, who's on TNT. I mean, it was an it was a very interesting cast. You know who plays the wife of Adam Sandler, Aaron? Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah is in this film. Um, Anthony Edwards plays a guy who gets under the skin of the star player in this, who goes by the name of Bo. It's like Bo Garza or something like that. He's from Spain. And they discover him, and they try to bring him over to the NBA. Pretty fun, pretty fun film, pretty fun film. And uh, so it was, uh, it was. Uh, I just wanted to bring that to the table, Aaron. That was. Uh, there were a lot of interesting uh, cameos in this film, not the least of which was most of the Philadelphia 76ers. I found it interesting that Maxi was in it. Who's that guy that's great friends with Boban? That's on the 76ers, Aaron. You know, you remember who I'm talking about. Um, he's like close friends with Boban. Anyway, he was in it. Tyrese Maxey, um, who's the young player for the 76ers. Ton of NBA players were in it. This is total uh, Tobias uh, Hunter. Tobias, Tobias Harris, Harris is who yeah. I'm trying to think about. Yep. Okay. Um, now, the other thing going on right now, the U.S. Open has started. Our, our Saudi-backed players who came over and were allowed to play in this thing it's not going great all right it's not going great and i'm sitting here been looking at the leaderboard been watching a lot of the action in fact i dropped by neighbor ted's earlier just to watch a little bit of it because he's got it on aaron now here's the here's how you watch it the pregame is on golf channel the early morning golf is on peacock that that would be Peacock streaming service, kind of the NBC's version of a streaming service. Then it goes on USA Network. Then from 1 to 4 in the afternoon, it's on Big NBC. And then they, they take it back to USA, and I think the, the, the evening goes maybe back to Peacock. Did you get all that, Aaron? I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. So that's 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 what the US Open, that's how you watch the US Open. So today I've been bouncing around all over the place. Had to pick up Peacock just to be able to watch this thing. Now the lead in this turn in, in the US Open right now, we got a ton of a great golf fans in Central Texas. Adam Hadwin. Who's that? Who's that, Mosley? I mean, good question. He's a Canadian. He's okay. He's 
been okay. I'll I'll tell you how many wins he's had. I'll look this up at some point. But he's leading at four under. Callum Terran from uh, Great Britain is now t- is tied for second with. All right, Aaron. I keep I keep losing my uh, my score. Oh, here we are. Uh, David Lingmurth from Sweden. Rory McIlroy. He's from England as well. Uh, he's tied for second. And then Joel uh, Dahman, Aaron, he's a United, he's a American who likes to wear the floppy hat. Aaron, you're a guy with a bald head. I don't think you mind me putting that out there. Do you like the floppy hat that allows you to get more coverage to make sure no part of your head <laughs> or nose or anything gets sunburned when you're out? I like them as far as what they do. I don't like the way they look, so I have one, and I don't wear it. It just has really strong dad vibes, and I just can't do that. Aaron, <laughs> I mean, you have a problem with dads. Um, now, I do you ever now do you do you put do you have liberal use of sunscreen? No, I avoid the sun. I walk really. Yeah, I walk at night. Um, well, if you go sundown. out to the swimming pool or something, do you just stay in the shade? I, what do you do on that? I mean, like you have if, an apartment complex. You probably have a nice pool out there. If you go down to the pool, how do you handle that, like on a sunny day? I haven't been down to the pool in the three years I've been in my apartments. Actually, I've lived in apartments for a long time, and I can't remember the last time I went into the pool. But on the occasion that I do go swimming, yeah, I do have to uh, – Lather up. Yes, I do have to put on the sunscreen pretty thick. 50. Why don't you start with 50, okay, with that bald head that you have? Let's go with 50 or above, okay? I don't think you need to be going with 30 SPF. Oh, no, no. Let's go with some 50. Let's let's apply that stuff. I I got a 14-year-old daughter, and I'm having issues getting her to, at that age, they love being out in the sun, and they're starting to suntan a little bit. They like getting a tan. Aaron, I'm having a little trouble getting, but I'm telling you, we have, back in the day, people baked out there because they didn't know any better. It's kind of like smoking. Now we know how bad, how harmful the sun can be. So I'm always out there. Aaron, even if I have to show up with her friends around at a pool, I'm going to show up with a spray and just spray her down. It's that important. (laughs) You've got to make sure your kids put their sunscreen on. See, this is what I was talking about. I can imagine you showing up and doing that in one of those big floppy hats (laughs) and a pair of solid white New Balance tennis shoes. (laughs) You should see my new, new, uh, uh, they're actually Nike court tennis shoes, and they are very white. But, Aaron, I mean, the, the, the ground I can cover. In, in some of the shots I'm hitting, Aaron, I think you would, if you saw this, you might be inspired to take up the game of tennis. All right, also tied for second, Matthew Fitzpatrick. All right, all these folks that I just mentioned are tied for second. They're three under. Then you go back to a major long tie for seventh. All right, I'm not going to get into all these players. I'll just tell you the ones you might know that are tied for seventh. Through 13 holes, Justin Thomas, two-time PGA champion, PGA uh, PGA championship winner, uh, Justin Thomas is now through 13 holes, and he is minus two. He's tied for seventh. 
So he's doing great. Former major champion Justin Rose also tied for seventh. Aaron, you might ask, where's Phil Mickelson? How's Phil doing? All right, Aaron. Where's Phil Mickelson? How's he doing? Do you have any music you could play Like while I scroll down to him? This is the Saudi-backed Phil Mickelson. I mean, I... Okay, let's see if I can... <laughs> Through 12 holes, Phil Mickelson tied for 142nd place, 7 over. Phil Mickelson, 7 over. I'm sorry, Aaron. I found myself today. I didn't know because I've always liked Phil. I didn't know how I would react. You know, you don't know until you're watching how you'd react. I got to say, I had a couple of chuckles after the lip outs. And I don't normally do that. I mean, I hate lip outs. And, you know, I, I, want, I, I usually am rooting for my playing partners. I mean, my brother-in-law will tell you that. My dad, um, Chris Torn, a lot, of, a lot of people who've played golf with me. I root for my playing partners. But when I saw Mickelson have some lip outs earlier today, I got to tell you, I kind of I got a kick out of it. Now, the one guy I wanted to bring up, Aaron, I love this guy. He made it as a 57-year-old, and he, and he went out and he qualified for it. Fran Quinn shoots six over 76. I don't care. Still great, great round and great to be able to do it. Brooks Kepka, people, former uh, major champion, has won the U.S. Open at least twice. He's won three or four majors. Uh, Brooks Kepka four over. Okay, so he's not playing well. And so Sergio, another Saudi-backed player, four over, four over. So the Saudi-backed players, Aaron, not performing particularly well. So here's what we're going to do now. We'll either talk College World Series, but we're going to check in on a guy, a great friend of the show, who is trying to fly to Omaha as we speak. And if he is still at the Chicago airport, he's going to hop on with us. It is the legendary Austin American statesman writer, Kirk Bowles. Recently on Game Time. From the Oklahoman, Ryan Aber. People have been really spoiled here over the last 20-something years. Not that they're just going to fall off a cliff this year, but I don't think it's realistic for them to compete for a national championship given the transition on defense and given some of the players that they lost offensively. But I think long-term, they're in really good shape with what Brent Venables has done to this program. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. Make your dreams come true in 2022. First Central Credit Union has no closing costs and low interest rates on home equity loans now through June 30th. Build dreams with your home's equity for home renovations or unexpected expenses. 
Get quick decisions from a local institution you trust. Apply online today at firstcentralcu.com. Loan subject to credit approval. Membership eligibility and loan policies. Rate subject to change without notice. Restrictions may apply. Minimum home equity loan is $10,000. Member NCUA. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer Boys.com. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. It's barbecue and baseball season, and Coach's Smoke is offering the best double play in town. Turn two on Fridays with $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches all day and happy hour from 2 to 7. With their 35 big screen TVs and daily specials, this is the place to watch your Texas Rangers. Put on your favorite player's jersey and head on over to Coach's at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. And don't forget about Coach's Smoke catering for your next event or party. The voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinstein with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. With a surprise move, Mike McCarthy sent everyone home after one practice of minicamp, and that will be it for the Cowboys until Oxnard as far as on-field activities. Game one of the Stanley Cup went to Colorado 4-3 over Tampa Bay. Game two on Saturday. MCC Baseball stayed on campus with their next head coach. MCC Athletic Director Sean Trocom will recommend assistant coach Tyler Johnson as the Highlanders' new man pending MCC board approval on June 23rd. Dallas Mavericks are acquiring center-powered forward 6'11", Christian Wood, from the Houston Rockets in exchange for the number 26 pick in the 22 NBA draft and four players with expiring contracts. Texas Rangers back on the road tonight in Detroit. First pitch at 610, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
Oh, man, just looking at all these uh, All-Americans that are coming through. Uh, College World Series about to start up. Cannot wait for that tomorrow. It's going to be so fun. And um, Aaron is endeavoring. I know we are uh, trying to get a hold of Kurt Bowles, who is going through an airport. I think he had to stop in Chicago on his way to Omaha and um, the Austin American Statesman. I mean, they've they've had some folks that uh, are a little bit under the weather right now, but Bowles is never. I mean, it's hard to keep Bowles from getting to a uh, getting to a location like that. And he's covered a lot of these. The reason is the Horns have been to uh, this will be like the thirty seventh college world series um that's that's kind of a staggering amount aaron how are we looking on uh on kirk still efforting to to get on uh, kirk bowles as we try to try to catch up with him on a uh, at the airport right now um he had said he was perhaps ready but we'll uh we'll try to get a hold of kirk uh this is going to be a fun, all of these are fun, but this particular College World Series with OU, A&M, and Texas there, that is, that that's just a whole different level. I mean, that's a lot of fun. And we've got, uh, and, and one of the things, uh, oh, good, all right, we've tracked down Kirk Bowles. We were kind of, uh, Kirk's always flexible with us. Kirk, uh, good to visit with you. What airport are you in as we speak? I'm actually at Charles Schwab Field, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, I had to go through Chicago Midway Airport to get here, but uh, I have arrived, and uh, naturally uh, I drove up to the ballpark, and it was already raining. So, <laughs> if you don't have if you don't have five or six rain delays, you must not be in Omaha, okay? So maybe they're getting it out of the way early, Matt. All right, well, I, I have to ask you how many – I was just talking about how many times Texas had been, which is just staggering. Yeah. I mean, of all the things Texas has done in athletics over the years, and you've been covering them for a lot of years, that total, which is at 37? Is, this, is that right? This will be 38. This will be 38. When they 38. So. 38 trips to the College World Series. When was the first one – that um, that you got to cover in Omaha. Uh, what was your first World Series? That was 1975, uh, my first year on the beat, and Keith Moreland and Jim Gideon pitched for the Rangers for a minute. Uh, we're on that team, and uh, one of the, one of the best teams in school history. So that was the first uh, first. Uh, this will be my 22nd uh, time to come to Omaha, but that was memorable and one of the one of the best teams I've ever had. Man, that is uh, that's unbelievable. Twenty-two trips to Omaha, and uh, Kirk Bowles has uh, uh, has 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 just continued to do this over the years. Now, what is what it's, it, things have changed? The ballpark, obviously, I would say maybe even the pomp and circumstance around the ballpark. What what are the but other than just the dimensions and and a whole new. Um, a ballpark. I mean, I, I, I got to think, we, we think sometimes going into this, well, this is a cavernous place. This is a bigger venue, and so you're not going to see as many home runs. 
Now these things don't always come to pass. Yeah. How do you how do you feel about that going into this college world series, having now seen how this ballpark plays a little bit? Well, when they moved uh downtown from Rosenblatt Stadium up on thirteenth Street, uh it was such a cavern like you described. You couldn't hit it out of here. I guarantee you, I'm not sure. You know, Mike Trout or Aaron Judge could have hit one out of here because I, I remember the first time I came, they would just crush balls, and I'm going, "Wow, that's about the 12 seat." And sometimes it wouldn't even make the warning track. So, but you know, they've kind of you know neutralized the the uh, the ball, and, you know, deaden the ball some, and the bats are are different now than you know when LSU was winning with Gorilla Ball, and I used to hate those kind of games winning 20 to 15. You know, so it, it, it's still it's still pitcher friendly. Uh, although David Pierce, the Texas coach, he says it's more pitching neutral, but uh, it's always kind of been pitching friendly. And and you know, in essence, uh, Matt, that could hurt Texas a little bit because it's a power club. They got 127 home runs, and they only beat the record. The record was 81. So they just barely beat the record by <laughs> about 50, you know. So, uh, yeah, they're good. They, they live off the long ball. And, uh, you know, they survived the eastern uh, East Carolina regional in Greenville. And uh, they had uh, 10 home runs in three games. And seven different players hit a home run. They got like seven players with 10 home runs or, or more on the year. Obviously, Ivan Melendez is the big bopper. So it'll be interesting because this isn't your typical Texas team, Matt. It's you know, it's always pitching and defense. Well, this is offense and defense. And I'm not saying pitching's an afterthought, but that's not their, their main strength this year. Is this your favorite nickname over all the years of covering uh, Texas baseball? And you've had some great nicknames in football as well, but the Hispanic Titanic, this is, do you, that pretty, do you pretty like? Pretty well qualifies. <laughs> pretty well qualifies, you know. They, they crank out the Celine Dion when he uh, – when he goes yard. And you know what's funny, man? He's so unassuming and humble. And until the regional, he was hitting over 400. He got up to like 421. So he's not a one-trick pony, you know? And even though he looks a little bit like Jose Canseco, and I noticed they mentioned that on one of the telecasts last week, but he's a humble guy. And then Murphy Staley, you know, he's a right fielder, second baseman, can almost play anywhere. He's got 19 home runs. He had one home run last year. So it's just been a different kind of year, a different kind of ball club, you know. They're going to try to pound you to death. You know what we thought about, like, when Brady Anderson went from about 8 to 50? <laughs> 50 or 51, exactly. Yeah, that does come to mind. That's one of the first things that come to mind, right? Second That's baseman right. aren't supposed to be hitting 50 home runs. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool, though, that he's unassuming. Kirk Bowles, uh, Austin American statesman, uh, has arrived in Omaha and is getting ready to cover these Longhorns. Now, Kirk, you I know you, you spent time on the flight studying Notre Dame, looking at these matchups. Now, of course, the rest of us are all like, just, oh, my gosh, let's A&M, Oklahoma, Texas, all in the same. You know, <laughs> that, that, that part of it is so exciting. But what have you kind of discovered about Notre Dame, and and what what's Texas's approach? Do you think I was just reading one of your stories, and they were it was talking about uh, this uh, incredible you know Friday starter uh, uh, Hanson, you know for the mm-hmm. for Texas this year. How will Texas uh, approach this? Who will they have on the mound? 
Well, they'll go with Pete Hansen, their junior lefty, and he's not a hard thrower. He can muscle it up to 92 or 93, but he doesn't really make his living off of that. He, he's more a got a great sinker, uh, throw a changeup. He spots his fastball, and has, he's a great location. You know, people say he's kind of Tom Glavin-like, you know, paint the corners. And I don't know if he's Greg Maddox where you, you paint five inches off the corner, but uh, very smooth delivery, you know, effortless, uh, and always goes five or six innings. Now, his last two haven't been as good as the rest of the year, but he's won 11 games. And, you know, he's been there Friday night starter all year long. So, you know, I'll be shocked if he doesn't keep them in games. And Notre Dame's aggressive ball club. They, they, they come out swinging. And so, you know, if he can get them swinging at some balls in the dirt or off the plate, you know, that might uh, play in the Texas hands. But it's, it's a scrappy Notre Dame team. I mean, that's what's so weird, Matt. They beat Tennessee, the number one team in every poll. Yeah, I do. Tennessee didn't make it, and Ole Miss did, and they were the last team in the NCAA sixty-four um, team field. How about that? You know, that's that's one of the reasons I love college baseball. You know, now yeah. UConn beat Stanford thirteen to twelve, the first game of their super regional before losing the next two. So, and then the Aggies. Look at the Aggies. They didn't make the NCAA tournament last year. Didn't even get in the tournament and hired Jim Schlossnagel, who I know you know well and, and had him yeah. on your your show uh, at one point. And, uh, yeah, he's he turned it around in one year. They, they brought in – I talked to Schlossnagel this week, Matt. They brought in 11 transfers in a month. <laughs> and, and now they got they got a couple left-handed hitters. I mean, pitchers from Stanford and Texas yeah. Tech. Their catcher came from Oregon State, their best hitter from – Arizona State, and another one from UTSA. So he rebuilt that team literally overnight. And then the, for them to, to get in Omaha for the first time since 2017. Jim Schlossman has got more wins in his history than A&M does. A&M's got two wins up here, and Schlossman has got 11. Think that wow. was a good hire? Pretty good hire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the only thing that was, I guess, money talks, but, you know, that guy was so, you know, he's such a huge part of TCU. But I guess you get to around 50 years old and you decide, you know, I might have one last chance to go try this somewhere else, and the money's good. I mean, Kurt, did you ever think we'd get to a point where you know what the coaches are suddenly making? Uh, I had Del Conte on with me recently. He was talking about, you know, they at Texas, they now see this as a revenue sport. They yeah. see baseball as a revenue sport. And think about all those years. Now, Baylor's not there yet. Right. Uh, but but even some of this NCAA committee may get, the, at some point, you may start getting more of these full scholarships to where Baylor is a little bit on on better standing against the Texases of the world. Um, do you do you sense that this is just going to continue this trend? Coaches getting more, and maybe baseball becoming more uh, of a of a so called revenue sport. Well, I, I kidded uh, Schwarzenegger this week. I said, you know, the reason you're at College Station, you got the Jimbo Fisher treatment, you got the Jimbo contract, ten years and you know, 10 million a year. Right. And he said, similar contract, just mine doesn't have as many zeros. He said, <laughs> uh, but, but you're right, Matt, it's exploding. And, and the thing that's on the table right now is, you know, they've always had 11.7 scholarships to disperse 
among, you know, the traveling squads up here, 27 men, and you divide 11.7 scholarships, you know, and some guys are, you know, you get a history book or you get a, a PB&J at the cafeteria. So they're going to, they're seriously considering and probably going to pass this where the conferences can decide how many scholarships you give in each sport. And so it may go from 11.7 a year to, to 20, 25. I've heard 30 or 35 number thrown around. Wow. And, and we've got four SEC teams making up half the field up here next year. Six, if you got Texas and OU, which is pending. Uh, how many of the, if they spend more gobs more money than anybody else? Hell, are we going to have eight SEC teams some year? I hope we don't. I don't, I don't like that. I like where different parts of the country are represented. You know, you have a, a Stanford, you have a Notre Dame from up north. and But the teams in the south, southeast, southwest, they're the ones that care about baseball. And you're going to see that uh, probably grow exponentially. Kurt, what did you think of the, the Mitch Thompson hire at Baylor? It's a unique – college baseball is unique because you can still go hire a JUCO Coach, right. obviously, he was a Baylor assistant for many years, but he's right. had tremendous success at MCC. So, in a sense, Baylor's trying to run it back. And you remember those Steve Smith teams were really good, both Texas oh, yeah. and Baylor with the 2005 World Series, and Texas beat them in that yeah. World Series. I, I know you were there and remember that well. Oh, yeah. what, did, what did you What did you make of that hire? Did it surprise you at all? It, it surprised me just a little bit because you know Mac Rhodes is kind of the the giant killer. He goes after, you know, the Dave Arandas and the, and the, and Matt rules of the world and people like that. He obviously got Scott drew one of the best coaches in the country, but and, and the, to hire somebody from his backyard, but it's like you said, it's somebody they know very well. And I'm sure it has a lot of the player support, but you know, it, it's, it's a critical hire because you don't want to get left behind, you know? And like I said, once Texas know you leave, you know, Texas Tech and, and TCU have been have been coming to the powerhouses in Oklahoma State as well. Bader doesn't want to get left behind. I know he's a he's a good baseball man, and I think he will do well. But it did surprise me just a little bit because I'm not sure it followed the the Mac Road script that he usually follows. Yeah, I I think that Sean Allen was somebody they had their eye on. You know, in these searches, you end up making people a lot of money. Yeah, if you notice mm-hmm. that. Texas Always. State guy just got like a big extension. La Tech yep. guy is going to stay. And I'm not saying that's totally who Baylor wanted. I'm just saying sometimes being in the mix gets you a big raise and that kind of thing. Is right. Sean Allen, is that is that kind of a – is he someone who you could see going somewhere and, and doing really well? Yeah, I could. You know, he's been named uh, – he was a candidate for Rice and Sam Houston the last couple of years. And – you know, David Pierce is really kind of confounded why he doesn't because, you know, he's been with him forever, you know, back with Tulane days and before that. So uh, I, I think he loves having Sean Allen on his staff because uh, he does such a good job. But he doesn't quite have the profile. And, uh, you know, like Skip Johnson, take him, for example. He was the pitching coach under Augie Garrido for, I think, like eight years. And yeah. I used to tell Skip, I said, you need to raise your profile. You need to, you know, give yourself up for interviews and just kind of, uh, you know, get out there a little bit more. And because I remember Joe Castiglione, 
uh, called me and said, what do you think of Skip Johnson? I said, I think the world of him. I think he's a terrific coach and probably an idiot if you don't hire him. And, you know, now here he is at, at Omaha, you know, good country guy, likes to hunt and fish, and the players usually love him and knows pitching as well as anybody. And, uh, you know, Sean Allen might be in that mode too. So I know he'll get his chance one of these years, but it's, it is yeah. a little bit uh, puzzling, I will admit. Right. By the way, Tyler Johnson just became the MCC coach. He's replacing Mitch at MCC, there the son go. of Skip Johnson. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> Keep it in the family there. Oh, That's right. Man. Well, listen, um, tell everybody I said hey there. I know you're waiting on one of your statesman brethren to arrive, and hopefully right. he gets okay. And uh, Danny has a, a good run. You need the Longhorns to stick around so you can get Danny into town. But, uh, Kurt, love visiting with you. It's always fun. I have to tell you something funny. I had your uh, – I, I, I was recently texting you. And I kept thinking, gosh, it's not like Kirk. I mean, you weren't responding to me at all. Yeah. And I finally looked today, and in right. typical Mosley fashion, it was like some old work number I had. <laughs> it was like the wrong. <laughs> I, well, you know, I kept I've, thinking... I've been, we, we got we got a new building, and we moved in December. I've been there twice. <laughs> I've actually one of them was for a barbecue. So, yeah, don't ever call me at the office. Okay, we probably won't right. connect. Yeah, I'm glad. I was starting to feel like Kirk, and I was like, maybe he's done with Mosley, but no. I still love you. I, I, I tracked you. you down. Well, hey, appreciate it. Have a great Anytime. run there. I hope it's a long one, and I appreciate you coming on. I'll eat a steak on your behalf, Matt. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. You bet. There he goes. Kirk Bowles, uh, Austin American statesman, longtime columnist there, and he's been a great friend over the years. Uh, fun to have him on. All right, it is Campus Confidential. Aaron Sexton has been hard at it. He's printed off many, many pages. We will see what he has in store for us next. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Baylor will dribble out the clock. A dominant performance on the road in a hostile environment in Ames. 87 to 62, the final score. And as the clock hits zero, the Bears are the Big 12 champions in this 2021-2022 season. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. It's time now for... The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Well, Amanda.
Linda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to Pickup Outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I'm here too. He is. I'm Jimmy. Nice I need to say hi to somebody at the City of Waco Permits Department. Heather Hewish. Okay, Heather Hewish. Thank you for saving my backside. Okay, that's a little outside of our uh, commercial goals here, but we will tell you that I we told are... her I'd say hi, and she said I better not. You can call them downtown if you need permits. They're good people. They are, and we're good people at Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair at 254. They should cut me a break. 235 425 my house isn't in the city. Or That's me. Calling all my local ladies. This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Our season is in full swing, and we are looking for new rock stars in all departments. If you're tired of your everyday run-of-the-mill gig and long for something greater with good, solid income, then hightail yourselves down here ASAP. Bring your spunk and enthusiasm and get ready to kick a little ass. Do yourselves a favor and join our rowdy bunch today. Come see us at 4201 South Jack Colchin Freeway, right off I-35 and New Road at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. This is ESPN Central Texas. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L Series compact tractors, part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability, Z Series mowers, and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home the Kubota L2501 tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 60 months, plus save up to $1,100 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Mark Stewart here with Bird Colgen Ford. Summer is here, and we need our trucks and SUVs for the Texas sports and outdoors. Whether it's taking care of your current vehicle, selling yours, or upgrading to a newer model, the BK4 team provides a simple, easy sales and service experience. Looking for better fuel mileage, more room, or towing power? Check out our quality pre-owned options at BKFord.com. Don't find what you want? Simple. We'll custom order exactly what you need. BK Ford, experience better. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. With a surprise move, Mike McCarthy sent everyone home after one practice of minicamp, and that will be it for the Cowboys until Oxnard as far as on-field activities. Game one of the Stanley Cup went to Colorado 4-3 over Tampa Bay. Game two on Saturday. MCC Baseball stayed on campus with their next head coach. MCC Athletic Director John Trocom will recommend assistant coach Tyler Johnson as the Highlanders' new man pending MCC board approval on June 23rd. Dallas Mavericks are acquiring center powered forward 6'11", Christian Wood, from the Houston Rockets in exchange for the number 26 pick in the 22 NBA draft and four players with expiring contracts. Texas Rangers back on the road tonight in Detroit. First pitch at 610, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, and um, we'll get into some Campus Confidential. Aaron, real quick, a little breaking news for our soccer fans out there. And obviously, this is a huge world story. The, um, the World Cup for 2026, Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, 
was named one of the 16 host sites for the uh, for the tournament. Um, and uh, for four summers from now, it'll be played in 80,000-seat uh, capacity AT&T Stadium. And uh, also I saw Houston was involved as well. But <laughs> this has been a big deal, and um, this is uh, – um, that Dan Hunt has been the FC Dallas. Uh, he's the owner. He's the Dallas bid chairman. And he said, we would love to have the U.S. for at least one game. Went on to say, we would love to have Mexico here too. That fan base is so strong and so passionate. I don't know if we would get both. All right. So he's getting it out there and wanting those things. And then uh, it looks like, uh, Guadalajara, Mexico City, and Monterey will host matches in Mexico. Canada's two host cities are Vancouver and Toronto. Aaron, to a certain segment of our listenership, this is a very, very big deal. So I just wanted to get that out there. And Aaron, you're a fan of uh, international soccer as well. So I know you're excited to, to find out that the, uh, that's, that the World Cup is coming to North Texas. And so that's... Uh, that's a uh, great thing. Aaron, one more note for you, soccer note. On Tuesday, Apple and Major League Soccer announced a 10-year partnership on a streaming service that allow fans to watch every game without local blackouts or restrictions. And uh, it'll be that's through the Apple TV app. So, Aaron, a guy like you, I don't know if you love American soccer as much as you like uh, uh. Premier League, but, but it'll be an option for you. Let's just put it that way, all right? I am excited about the World Cup being in Dallas. I am Good. going to do my best to attend a match. Uh, that's Good. kind of uh, a lifelong dream of mine. So I'm glad it's going to be close enough where I can drive up and do it in a couple of years, and I think I'll, think I'll make that happen. You work for ESPN. You might as well try to get a credential. Uh, you know what? You know that's what a, I mean. That's a great point. That is a great point. Unless Tom takes our credential, I can see Tom wanting to be at the World Cup. <laughs> You know him in hockey. He doesn't. He doesn't miss a match. That's right. The uh, All right. the uh, matchups for the SEC Big Twelve Challenge in January are set once again, as they have I think every year since the challenge began. Kansas and Kentucky will play. Kansas will visit Kentucky this year after Kentucky went to Allen Fieldhouse last year, and Baylor will host Arkansas. In the SEC Big 12 Challenge, the other games include Alabama at Oklahoma, Auburn at West Virginia, Florida at Kansas State, Texas Tech at LSU, Mississippi at Oklahoma State, TCU at Mississippi State, Iowa State at Missouri, and once again, Texas and Tennessee. This time, Texas will travel to Tennessee, and Rick Barnes will play his former team again, but Baylor will host Arkansas. That's going to be a great game. Arkansas more than likely going to be top five in the country next season when the season starts, and there's a chance that Baylor will also. You know, I I like it. I like any kind of old SWC matchup, and I'm with you that Musselman's kind of a over-the-top, you know, likes to remove his shirt after <laughs> games, just kind of a uh, – he's kind of a weird cat. I get a kick out of him. Bring him to Waco. I think that's, I mean, other than Kentucky, I think that's about the best you can do right now in the SEC. Now, are there more storied programs 
than Arkansas in the SEC? Yeah, maybe so. But I just think Arkansas is in a real good spot right now. They're playing well. They go to the Sweet 16, Elite 8, seemingly on like an annual basis now. Under Musselman, they're back. So I think a Baylor-Arkansas matchup. In fact, I wouldn't mind if they just decided to stay here for a little while. Seemed like Baylor and Alabama had a couple of deals. Baylor and Florida. One time Baylor played Ole Miss. You need to put the best matchups you can and then stick with them. And I think Baylor and Arkansas is a really good one. That's a great matchup. Now, I get Texas and Tennessee. You would think they would consider, you know, think about Texas and Texas A&M for the, the huge rivalry there. But, Aaron, I correct me if I'm wrong, did A&M not even get invited to this thing? I was just fixing to point that out. This will be the second year in a row at least. I'll have to look. But I know that they weren't a part of it last year either. This will be the second year in a row that Texas A&M will not be a part of the SEC Big 12 Challenge. Yeah, and they tell me Buzz is right now feverishly working on one of those statements, and he's going to be reading that. <laughs> he's, he's too busy trying to get uh, Saban suspended or fined for, for pointing out that, well, everybody knows the story. No, that's Jimbo. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Yeah, I, but, but Buzz, the basketball coach, I think Buzz is – you know, Buzz was very upset that the Aggies were not in the NCAA tournament, and he read a long uh, diatribe about that. And now they're not even included in the SEC Big 12 battle. You know what would be funny is, Aaron, if, if Texas and OU started trying to, like, count their wins as SEC wins? <laughs> they're such punks. Don't you think they could do it? I mean, I could see them trying to do it, like counting it as like an SEC-type win. <laughs> I I have been watching closely, and I, I, I I'm I'm very interested to see when um, when these things are going to happen because the Big Twelve has to keep them around long enough to get all that money because if they leave early, we're talking about some kind of. $56 million a piece, but I, I, I think the legal wrangling has already started. I do not think that OU in Texas want to be a part of a 14-team <laughs> conference no for a couple of seasons, so I do think there are probably some things in place. Now, we've got to see who the Big 12 commissioner is going to be. I mean, I'm very excited about this. Big 12 commissioner should be in place by Big 12 media days, something I'm not going to be there for. I'll be overseas for that. Aaron, do not try to reach me overseas. <laughs> but uh, this will be interesting to see what happens. In fact, I think I owe Tom Barfield a, a, a text. I need to let him know when I'm going to be gone. I think Tom would, would like it if I would be a little more open with some of these plans. Okay, Aaron, what else do you have for us? One more before we uh, take the break to get to Kelly Shopping. 20 players have received invitations to the NBA draft coming up on June 23rd, including Baylor's Jeremy Sohan. He will be at the draft in New York this year, along with Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, Paolo Banchero. Those are expected to be the top three picks in the draft. 
but uh, Jeremy Sohan invited to be live and in person at this year's draft. Kendall Brown not invited, even though most mock drafts have him in the top 20, but uh, he was not in one of the 20 invitees to this year's draft. Well, you know, uh, Kendall will hopefully have some nice cameras and enjoy his family and all that. Sohan is somewhere kind of right around that lottery area and, and could go as high as eight, maybe as low as 13 or 14. We shall see. But uh, it'd be really fun to see Kendall and, uh, uh, and Jeremy go in the top 20 picks. I mean, it'd be really great. Now, with Kendall, you know, they, they switched. Kendall was seen as the better pro prospect for a while. And then as the year unfolded, more people thought Sohan was the guy. And so I would imagine one will go about 11 or 12, and one will go 22 or 23. And it'll be Sohan first and then Kendall Brown. And, and, uh, and then Kendall Brown uh, will uh, we'll, we'll be excited about all of that. Uh, I'm just excited Flagler is back, by the way. All right, it is time to talk to one of the all-time great Baylor legends, the catcher on some of those great Steve Smith teams with Mitch Thompson, Kelly Shopik. You know him well. You love him. He will join us next. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, nonstop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was going to help solve their problem and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years, we've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Goodfeet store. Goodfeet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? 
Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A-style format helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with the Kalea Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saying, I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And a man from the Dallas-Fort Worth area now lives out in Alito. Kelly Shopik now joining us. And uh, one of the all-time Baylor greats, Johnny Bench Award winner. Kelly, that had to be, uh, um, that had to be some really fun news the other day uh, to hear that Mitch Thompson was back at Baylor. You know, most teams in life, we, we can't really go back, and they say you can't go home. Um, it's, kind of, it's kind of amazing, isn't it, all these years later that, uh, that yeah. Mitch Thompson is the head baseball coach at Baylor. Well, thanks. Appreciate you having me on. And it's actually kind of a funny story. I woke up that morning just kind of thinking about him. I sent him a text a week earlier and asked him, you know, what his thoughts are on that opening when Coach Rod retired and, you know, he said, I want it. And I said, good luck to you. And then that morning I sent him a text, any update on the search. And then about an hour after that, a bunch of people start calling me and asking me what I thought about Coach T getting the job down there. So I texted him back and said, never mind. Congratulations. You're the right guy. <laughs> that is, uh, it is, it is really something. And I know those guys, Mitch and Hoot and Steve meant so much, uh, to you and y'all had so many great years what what do you remember i was talking to hoot earlier today do you remember the first time mitch and hoot came to see your family and and thinking back to all those years when they uh, recruited you to baylor i do very well they got to know me um and, and coach coach johnigan and, and coach t sat there on the on our old couch and we watched football highlights uh, they knew that uh, that was a passion of mine, and that was something I was wanting to do in college. And uh, they sat down there, and we watched some football video and just chatted. And 
And and really, the, what got me to Baylor in the first place uh, were those guys, was the people. Uh, I've said that uh, since I got there. I continue to say it, that if I didn't feel like they took me in like their own son, I would have never gotten a, an opportunity to play there, and who knows what have, uh, happened to me or with me. What what made Mitch at that point um, such a great recruiter? I mean, Steve, I had Steve on yesterday, and he said Mitch was kind of the face of that Baylor baseball program. What is it that, that really stood out about Mitch even then and, and probably has helped him go on to great things, even at, at, at recruiting kids at MCC? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with just what a big personality he has. Um, you know, he, he makes you feel like he's known you all his life. Obviously, he's, he's a huge man, um, and he shakes your hand, and, and, he, and he puts his other hand around your back elbow, and he just squeezes you and embraces you uh, like you're one of his. And uh, for him to be able to recruit the way he does um, and continue to do so at, at McLennan over there, uh, to, to run teams in the national championship and have guys that are that are being drafted and going on to the next level. I mean, it's about the players, and, and he has an ability to reach the players, and, and I don't feel like it's a ruse with him. I don't think he's selling you anything. I think he's just being himself. Um, and when I was being recruited by him mainly, um, that's the way I felt. I felt like this guy was going to treat me and give me every opportunity to achieve the dreams that I wanted to have. And, and, and coach Smith's right. I mean, if we all wanted to play for coach T, even though coach Smith was running the show, um, you know, he just makes you feel like you're one of his. You know, Baylor is, as you well know, is not cheap. And so it's unique to have to recruit to there and you've got to be creative in how you, you do things. What was it like, for your family, like how did how did I'm just thinking back to Mitch and and how important do you think it is to have a guy like Mitch recruiting at a place like Baylor, where again it's not you can't it's not apples to apples Baylor to A and M Baylor to it's Texas definitely it's, not my my oldest just graduated from Baylor so I know about the expense of going there. <laughs> Um, but I was a little bit different situation. I mean, those, he, he goes into every home and he, and he knows the kids, he knows the family, he knows the parents. But, um, when it came down to my situation, it was simply, could my family afford it? Um, you know, could we make it happen, um, to where I didn't put my, my family in financial debt, um, and, 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 and when you talk about expense, that comes to the business side of what trying to balance the scholarship budget is, is where do you see that player? It's almost like a small market team. Where can we get value out of this amount? Um, and how do we apply it to our team? And how fast can it impact us? Uh, I assume that most guys recruit 18-year-olds thinking that they're going to impact right away. Well, every player develops a little bit differently. As, as you know, I mean, it, it doesn't always happen as a freshman. It, it took me a good two and a half seasons to grow into what Mitch saw when I was 18 years old. And, and when, when coach Smith and coach Jay started working with me, they knew right away. It looked well, I, in retrospect, I have to assume they knew it's going to take a little more time than we had hoped and, and balancing that as a challenge. And you have to be, have great foresight for what you see out of a player, some projectability out of, out of young players. And then, you know, obviously there's some kids that are no brainers that are going to come in and play for you right away. 
Those were special teams. I had Jason on yesterday talking to him um, that, that, that you all had fairly early in Steve's time. And, and, and I think that has to be – I'm just wondering, how, how much have you been hearing, I think you referenced it earlier, from your former teammates? What's the, what's the excitement level when you kind of think of where the program may be heading now that, uh, that Mitch is in control of it? Well, I think one thing that's very special, at least within my group that was there and obviously the years that Coach T was involved is there's a great history. You know, I, I, don't, I don't shed light on the fact that John Topolsky and, and Dotson and Kip Wells and those guys built us that stadium. Their success uh, before I even got there was getting that stadium built for us to reap the benefits. And then as we start to take over that history of the program and those guys move along, and then the next group, Murphy and Durbin and Josh Ford and, and Langer, and it just it just goes on and on and on. And I, I think that during that time, it's about the, the history and you, you play for those people that, that played before you. And, and those the coaching staff that was there when, when I was there, they didn't let that go unnoticed. They talked about it. It, it was about what the baseball program has been, what it is going to be, and where it's going to go. And so for me, Coach T getting hired back there, to be quite honest with you, I'm super jealous that he gets to, to don the colors again because uh, you're right. We don't always get to go back and do it. Um, but I, I thought his situation the first time was he was in the right situation, and I think he's in the, situ- the best situation this time. And I think Baylor's in the best situation this time. Well, I mean, you could put the colors back on. You're a college baseball coach, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, you never know. You never know. <laughs> That's right. Keep your options open. And, That's uh, right. But how are things going with that? I mean, I was. Uh, uh, you became an assistant uh, coach there at Texas Wesleyan after a, a really nice, uh, long decade in Major League Baseball. Uh, have has it, uh, has it been everything you had hoped it would be? Is it... Is it tougher than you thought? Do you have a, a new appreciation for, for people like Mitch and Steve and, and Hoot now having gone through it yourself? Well, i say this. It has been very rewarding. I, I thought I felt for about a year I didn't quite know what I was going to do. At 33, you're retired. What do you do now? Um, and, and I knew I wanted to be involved in helping young people. So, you know, it's a, it's a challenging time, 18 to 22, you try and decide what you want to do with your the rest of your life. And and to be able to be a mentor for some of these kids and, and, and have them tell you what they're going through and the experiences that you have and how they can relate. And sometimes it's just stories about the game that can take their mind off of the, all the stresses that they feel at this age. So baseball is a small part of that, um, a small part of that. It's a tool that I use to go to college. It's a tool that I use to play in the big leagues and provide for my family. And now it's a tool that I use to mentor young people um, to hopefully get to experience all the things that I did. And if not, at least have the tools to uh, handle it, the stresses and, and all that life that is that is fixing to come at them. And then be there for them for the rest of their life. If they want to reach out to me, as long as they're alive and I can help them, I'm willing to do that. And I didn't know if coaching was going to give that to me, and it absolutely has. Um, and so it's been great. Now, on the other side, when you ask about the the other side of coaching, yes, the inability for an 18- to 22-year-old to retain information is remarkable. 
<laughs> and I we <laughs> I've never seen anything like having to say it over and over and over. And you know, we all do this. I don't remember being that way from 18 to 22, but I'm sure we were. Um, but I feel like I, all I do is repeat myself. <laughs> That's uh, that, I like that. I, I need to write that quote down about I've got a daughter who's 14, and uh, so she's moving into that area. Kelly Shopik joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Now, what when you think back on your relationship with Mitch and, and the impact he had on, on your, you and your teammates – what was the what was the biggest takeaway? Like when you think of Mitch, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Is it that sort of larger than life personality? Is there something like I'm just curious because Hoot was an old catcher, and I'm sure he helped you in a lot of areas. I, I, of Steve Steve was a pitcher. I'm sure he helped you. So I guess all three of them gave you a lot of things, but Mitch in particular, what was your, what was the sort of biggest thing that, that you were able to take away and, and apply to your major league career or even life as a, as a husband and father that, that you learned from Mitch? You know, retrospect is a, is a very funny thing. And, and you, you ask these questions and you, you, as you asking the question, there's thoughts going through my mind that I hadn't thought of in years. You know, you ask what makes him such a great recruiter. What do I remember most about him? It, and it is, there's no doubt in my mind, it was his embrace. And I don't mean a big giant hug from a big, it's just when you spoke with him, he made me feel powerful. He shook my hand, he grabbed the back of my elbow, and he just made me feel like I was the most important person in the world. And I don't know if I learned anything from any of them. Like I said, 18 to 22, I probably didn't retain any information either. (laughs) But just the people, what I take from Baylor, and and we're talking about Coach T here. Look, I still call him Coach T. That's how much I love these people. Like, that will never leave me. Um, And and Coach Jonigan and Coach Smith and Coach Barry that were all there during my time, and even Coach Reardon for a year, who's now off coaching, it's, they just make you feel like you are, you belong there. You're supposed to be there. You're there for the right reasons. Uh, baseball is a big factor in that. But you think about all these times, and, and it is it's without question just the way he made me feel when we spoke and when I talked to him and when I met him for the first time. And that wasn't just the first time. It was every time. He made me feel like I could conquer the world. And that and that, and I take that with me, and and I, I use that throughout. Now, still coaching, I still reach out to him occasionally, and 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 say, and I have a relationship with him still. We we talk once a month. Now, are we in the same industry, and it probably works that way? Yeah, of course. But I lean on those guys, and I lean on him to help me, as he did when I was 18 years old. Well, it's pretty remarkable. And uh, now Baylor was not very good at football, even though y'all were great at at baseball during your time there, and y'all got really rolling. Did you did you give it a go? Did you go out there, or by the time you showed up on campus, were you just kind of thinking, "Hey, I think I think I need to focus just on baseball." No, it was long, long nights crying in my bedroom. And no, I'm not embarrassed to say it. I didn't know what I wanted to do. My first <laughs> love was football. It's Texas, right? Um, but I didn't realize until actually I w- was being recruited by Baylor that I was good at baseball. Uh, I didn't know that. That's just what you did in between football seasons. And so 
we got there, Mike Huggins and I, former teammate, he was a big high school football player. We talked about our freshman year. He was redshirting. I think I was hitting about 200 at the time. And they said, we said, hey, after our sophomore year, if we suck again, we're going to go play football because we feel like they could use our help. Now that's since changed, but um, <laughs> we, we, it was, and it still has been, I still got a year of eligibility left to play football, so I can still come back to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kelly, well, they just Randall won. Coach Randall have me. If Coach Randall have me, I'll come do it. I think you would inspire them, but they now have won the Big 12 title in the Sugar Bowl. So, so things, have, <laughs> things have changed a little bit. Well, I always loved uh, – I got to see you when you came through, and you, that one game I'll never forget, you put two home runs on the Rangers, 9 nothing. I think that was game one of the uh, – of the ALDS back in the day, and um, and I think I, I was there and probably interviewed you after that game. But uh, you had a you had a great run. Is it weird, by the way? To uh, can you get used to? I, I was looking something up on you, and it and it said uh, Kelly Shopik spent however long with the uh, Guardians, the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, no. <laughs> I'm holding out. I'm holding out. I still have some some stuff that has the old logo on it. And I guess if I ever get in any financial trouble, I'll, I'll need to sell it to <laughs> be able to feed the girls. Yeah. Well, that was, that was one of the, that was a great year you had with the, uh, the, the team formerly known as the Indians with, yep. uh, hitting 21 home runs you had a ton of RBIs that year. And, uh, uh, it was, it was, a, it was a great year and, and, uh, you had just tremendous career. Well, Kelly, this is, uh, this is fun. And, uh, I reserve the right to reach out to you now that I've tracked you down every now and then. And uh, it'll be fun to see all you guys. I'm sure now with Mitch back in charge, y'all will have any even more reason to get down there, although you're a coach, so you'll have a harder yep. time than others. Well, uh, I know yeah. I always want to play in the alumni game, but it happens there right at the beginning of our season. Um, but, I, but I'm always wanting to be involved. I mean, yeah. again, people built what I got to do at Baylor. I didn't do that. People before me did that. How can I help the kids of this generation be better and give back to them and be a part of the program somehow in some way? Not just the program, but the tight-knit community that Baylor is. I mean, we are one of the smallest schools. We do get the most pride out of when our sports teams do well. And to be quite honest with you, I thought it was quite remarkable. My daughter graduated a couple weeks back, and 97% of the people in her school already had jobs lined up. I love that about Baylor. I love how personal it is. And so me having an opportunity to know the head coach um, personally uh, just fills me with pride and just wants me to – wants me – I want to have the opportunity to do more. Well, it, it, uh, I think you're just being very humble and not you're, – you're, you're not showing up at the alumni game because you would hit too many home runs and make everybody look bad. So, okay, that's the way I'm going to – I think that ship has sailed. <laughs> All right, Kelly, good to visit with you and uh, look forward to seeing you soon. Okay, we appreciate it. You bet. There he goes. Kelly Shopping, one of the all-time Baylor greats. And speaking of greats um, – Dallas Mavericks did a huge trade. Let's touch base with none other than Chuck Cooperstein, the voice of the Dallas Mavericks. That's next. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Here's the play. Fourth down and goal from the one. Hand up. Run and left. Trying to get to the corner. He didn't get there. He didn't get there. He stopped short. 
Jackson with the dive for the pylon. Jaron McVeigh kept him out. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Tuesdays, we all have them. Now, what are you going to do to make that day special? Add some joy to your Tuesdays with half-price tickets to see the Texas Rangers in action. The Rangers are teaming up with Coca-Cola to give you 50% off great seats to every Tuesday home game during our 50th anniversary season. Half-priced Rangers tickets on Tuesdays so you can tell better stories on Wednesdays. Get your tickets at TexasRangers.com. Heart of Texas Shooting Center, Waco's premier indoor firing range, is now open. This state-of-the-art indoor firing range is climate-controlled and open to the public seven days a week. Bring your own firearm or rent one on site. Experienced and knowledgeable instructors are on site to help you get the most out of your shooting experience. For more information, call 254-492-8300 or log on to hotshootingcenter.com. Located at 5040 South Loop 340 in Waco. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Mother's Day just passed, and now we honor dads and grads. At Morrison's Gifts, we have the perfect gift for the special folks on your list. Choose a personalized John Hart travel kit, shave kit, luggage, or accessories. Dads would love the selection of award-winning barbecue rubs. And for the grad, Consuela, Capri Blue, and the world's softest socks. Bring in his favorite bottle of wine, and we will custom design a gift basket to go around it. As always, free gift wrapping and shipping anywhere. Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive next to Jason's Deli. At UBO Business Services, we understand the digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Flinging the green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Listen up. If you take pride in your lawn, you need to mow with the best. Gravely. The made in the USA perfect cut quality grass devour and beast of the zero turns. 
Gravely residential mowers are built just as tough as their commercial machines with comfort and features you won't find on other mowers. Mow with perfection. Get yourself a Gravely. The full line of Gravely residential mowers is available at Landscape Supply. Come visit our new 10,000 square foot showroom in Spiegelville for the largest selection of outdoor power equipment. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsborough and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto dealership today and find someone you can trust. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. With a surprise move, Mike McCarthy sent everyone home after one practice of minicamp, and that will be it for the Cowboys until Oxnard as far as on-field activities. Game one of the Stanley Cup went to Colorado 4-3 over Tampa Bay. Game two on Saturday. MCC Baseball stayed on campus with their next head coach. MCC Athletic Director John Trocom will recommend assistant coach Tyler Johnson as the Highlanders' new man pending MCC board approval on June 23rd. Dallas Mavericks are acquiring center powered forward 6'11 Christian Wood from the Houston Rockets in exchange for the number 26 pick in the 22 NBA draft and four players with expiring contracts. Texas Rangers back on the road tonight in Detroit. First pitch at 6'10 and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Matt Mosley Show, and it is uh, brought to you by Central National Bank, one of the great commercial banks in the state of Texas, really in the country, and we appreciate Central Central National Bank so much. Man, that was fun. Aaron, let's save all these for a rainy day, i.e. my upcoming vacations. Got a couple coming up, and so uh, the the next one will be the, the one – Coming up will be Florida, and so we may need a few of these. Um, uh, or, Aaron, you may just want to go rogue and just take this thing over. I'm totally fine with that. Uh, news earlier today, and we'll, uh, we'll, have, uh, we'll have Chuck Cooperstein on in just a, a moment. I was just texting with him earlier. Aaron, maybe, maybe he's punishing me for being late to get to him. He may be teaching me a lesson. He's tried my whole career, and I'm just not very teachable. I know that will shock you, Aaron. The uh, The World Cup has, um, I mean, they've announced where they're going to be in America for 2026, and they're coming to North Texas. It'll be, glad, it'll be great to have them. I've seen all the sites where they're going to be practicing. I'm going to go hang out. I'm going to go see them. Going to see what they're up to. And then also Houston. A lot of people stream us in Houston. Houston's going to have some games, too. Now we're, we're starting to lobby, Aaron, as you might expect, for give us some American games. Give us Team USA. We're getting a little greedy. It happens. And, uh, and so now we want that. And we want Mexico, too. Now, why would, why would they want Mexico? Well, because... Huge fans, huge sales. They're going to sell the place out. And if Mexico plays here, it's going to be insane. 
pretty much anybody who plays here in the World Cup is going to draw a great crowd. But if you get team, if you get Mexico, and if you get Team USA, you're going to have some large, large crowds. And I know Brian Fonville, the executive vice president at none other than Central National Bank, is very excited that I am talking some soccer today. And uh, as we uh, as we continue on here, now we'll we'll continue to endeavor. Well, I'm trying to figure out what would Chuck Cooperstein be up to. I mean, he knows I was going to call. And earlier today, when I tweeted out when he was going to be on, I said the wrong time. So who knows? Chuck may have had something come up. Um, I, I, I find this trade that the Mavericks have made, uh, it, it, on the surface, it's unbelievable. I mean, who does Christian Wood come in and replace? Well, Dwight Powell, who put up 8.7 points and 4.9 rebounds. I don't, you know, I don't beat up on Dwight Powell like others, but these are way different players. Christian Wood can space the floor. He's a rim runner, extremely athletic. And now what people will say in the negative is his defense. Oh, oh, good. Okay. We got Chuck Cooperstein ready to go. Chuck, I was, uh, I had launched into some of my own NBA commentary. How are you, sir? And by the way, are you excited about the World Cup coming to Dallas, Fort Worth? Absolutely. Why shouldn't we be? Any, 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 any big event. I'm into any big event that comes our way. Yeah, I'm always for it. But I mean, this is a this is a different one. This is international. This is way up there. Now, you're, you're a well-traveled man. You and your son, Jeffrey, you like to go places. You like to go see the Rangers play in different places. What about your international? And I know you've been overseas, even with the Mavs, I believe. Have you ever gotten to go see any uh, international soccer? And have you, um, have, you, have you been to a World Cup before? Uh, I was at the World Cup when it was here in 94. Yeah. Uh, the international soccer, I, um, with the, uh, with the Mavericks in 2012, when we were in Barcelona, we got to see an El Clasico. We happened to be in town that night. We had just come from Berlin and, uh, we got, uh, we got a seat at the top of the stadium, uh, to watch, uh, Barcelona and Madrid and watch Ronaldo and, uh, and Lionel, uh, Lionel Messi at their absolute prime, uh, both scoring a pair of goals. The place was nuts. It was amazing. Um, and then uh, a few years ago, Jeffrey and I went overseas to England. Uh, I promised him as a, a graduation present, that if he did it in four years, that I'd take him to England so he could see his beloved Chelsea play. And as it turned out, we saw Chelsea and Liverpool play uh, at Stamford Bridge, and it was very cool. Lots of fun. Wow. Wow. Those are great memories, great moments. Uh, the Cooperstein's uh, traveling. The Mosley's Chuck will be on the Amalfi Coast here in a couple of weeks, three or four weeks. All right, so lovely. There um, you go. I don't, I don't know what what'll be happening over there, uh, sports wise, but uh, we'll be traveling around Venice, seeing some things, checking out uh, Capri, uh, doing some nice things like that. Now, Chuck, what was your? Uh, I want to just kind of get your your gut reaction, and and when when you saw this trade go down, I guess. Uh, Shams may have been first. Who knows? But we all started reacting and get you know. Oh my gosh! Look what the Mavs have done. At first blush, were you sort of like, "Whoa, wait, 
they they got Christian Wood for for this. What was what was kind of your gut reaction to this trade? It's exactly that. <laughs> they, they got Christian Wood for that. Really, they, they basically, basically, it was Christian Wood for the twenty sixth pick when all is said and done. And it's hard to see how anyone could not look at this as anything but positive. Uh, and just look, the, the guys that average eighteen and ten in the NBA don't grow on trees. And yeah, there's some could argue that uh, his numbers are hollow because his team was bad. Well, I know they were saying the same thing about Andrew Wiggins too, right? Until Andrew Wiggins got himself on a good team and started make, uh, making a huge difference in uh, a good team's opportunity to win an NBA championship. And, and listen, I'm not saying here that uh, that Christian Wood is the final piece of the puzzle here, but you know we can say whatever we want about the loss of Porzingis, and uh, certainly Spencer Dinwiddie did more than his fair share uh, to make that trade look good. But there were points in the playoffs where Porzingis was absolutely missed, and you know Christian Wood in many ways is similar to Porzingis, uh, you know, from an offensive standpoint, uh, not nearly so from a, from a defensive standpoint, he's, you know, he's not a rim protector. He's not a great defender. Uh, but again, you know, so much of what we see in the NBA, it's not necessarily about individual man on man defense. It's how you play within the, the team concept and the team scheme and the team scheme that was taught by Sean Sweeney seemed to work pretty well for a group of guys that the year before uh, had a lot of trouble guarding air, let alone guarding NBA players. Uh, so they, they vastly improved in that area. And who's to say that that Wood, who, by the way, was uh, coached by Sean Sweeney in his breakout uh, in Detroit, uh, back in the 2020 season, when Sean was on the staff of Dwayne Casey, uh, that uh, that Sean didn't see what was going on there, and that he, you know, won't have a huge part in trying to bring out that aspect of Christian Wood's game. And really, all it costs the Mavericks is one year. If, if Christian Wood is great, then great. You know, he's he's going to do his part. He's going to make some money in the process. And if he doesn't do great, well, you know what the Potentially, he could get moved to the trade deadline. There's, a, there's really, uh, there's no downside to this, as far as I can see. Yeah, I mean, it's exciting, and and you're right. I mean, shoots the shoots 39 percent from three, um, opens some things up. I mean, it is remarkable. And and what, I mean, do you kind of have you talked to people? And and Sean Swinney's a great name to bring up that. How did this guy get unlocked all of a sudden? And we've seen it happen over the years, but, I mean, this is – at 26 years old, he's already been with, what, seven organizations, six? Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. He, has, he has been around, including, I think, a, a summer league uh, a turn, maybe with the Mavs back in the day. I guess yep. it was 2017. What, what, what happens with a guy like this? What do you think – was going on, and then how did how did Detroit sort of suddenly unlock this from the people you've talked to? Well, I mean, remember Detroit traded Andre Drummond. Uh, they traded him to Cleveland, and uh, Wood had been the backup, and yeah. Drummond got traded, and Wood got playing time. And you know, a lot of times for guys, all it takes is is a chance, and, and you know, when you're given that chance, you better barge through the door because there's somebody else that's going to be coming behind you. And Wood, in that time after the Drummond trade, he averaged 21 and 10 
it was like, oh, my God, what's going on here? You know, and he fits the modern day mode of what NBA teams want from their, you know, 6'10", 6'11", guys. I mean, they, they want it. You want to play five out? He's got the ability to play five out. He can also handle the ball a little bit better, certainly better than Porzingis can, you know, so he can get to the basket a little bit. So, But, I mean, a lot of time, I mean, from a guard standpoint, I mean, the, the classic example I saw back in the day was Chauncey Billups. You know, Chauncey Billups, the third overall pick, but uh, he got – uh, you know, he, he got drafted by Boston and, you know, Rick Pitino couldn't deal with him. And then he went to Minnesota and, uh, you know, he started playing a little better in Minnesota uh, for Flip Saunders. And then, uh, you know, he got to, he got to Detroit and he became a star. He became, he became Mr. Big Shot. You know, it's, it's like, it just takes one opportunity to you know get yourself uh, in the right situation and with the right coach who believes in you. And this is not the only sport that we're talking about here, Matt. We, we, this happens all the time in every sport. Uh, so uh, I think they, they found something uh, with, with uh, Wood, but, you know, they, they didn't pay him. And, you know, he got a fantastic deal from Houston in, in a sign and trade. And, uh, you know, for what he'd accomplished in basically 20 games. I mean, he got a $42 million deal based on about 30 games of really good play. And now he's got an opportunity because he's only 27 years old. I mean, it's not like he's at the end of his career. He's in his athletic prime right now. I mean, he's got a chance to make some big bank. And, you know, Jason Kidd said last year was his goal to get Jalen Brunson paid. And this year may very well be his goal to get Christian Wood paid. <laughs> I Talking to Chuck Cooperstein, voice of the Dallas Mavericks, I – I look back at a guy like this, and I'm sure you do the same thing because we both love college basketball, and, and you're like, wait, where did this guy come from? UNLV running Rebs. Do you, do you, have, any, uh, do you have any memory of, of Christian Wood playing for UNLV? I mean, vaguely. Uh, but I mean, it, it's, but it, you know, it's been a while since Vegas has really been any good. I mean, it's been, Correct. For, it's been forever. So... You know, it's not, uh, I mean, he, he had, I mean, he always had, you know, p- people on his radar because he, he does have that look that everybody is looking for. Now, you know, again, are you able to unlock it? Dwayne Casey and Sean Sweeney apparently got to unlock it. And, and you know, it, and it may be a bit unfair to Steven Silas uh, in Houston the last couple of years. I mean, the team was bad. You know, Harden, he, he would went down to play with Harden, right? And then Harden gives up on the team. And then yeah. basically the team goes into a monster rebuild. And, and in many ways, the monster rebuild got him because, you know, they have a center in, in Alperin uh, Schengen, who I, I think is going to be really good. Uh, and they want to give him more time. And they've got Bancaro probably that they're going to draft next week uh, if, if form holds uh, in the draft. And if it doesn't, then they're going to draft Chet Holmgren. So, you know, he, he's, he's really, uh, uh, you know, same type of guy. And they're going to play those guys. And he's in the last year of his contract. So they figured, they, well, let's go get something for him. And so they got a, another late first-round pick that they could use maybe to, uh, to team with their, their 17th overall pick that they had got from another trade, right? So, I mean, uh, I don't blame Houston for what they're doing. And, uh, and I don't, certainly don't blame, you know, Steven Silas for maybe, you know, not completing what Dwayne Casey had started. 
because the team was so bad. I mean, there was one guy on that team last year that could play any kind of defense at all and who was interested in playing defense, and that was Jay Sean Tate. Jay Sean Tate. Now there's, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you're and you're right. And and part of that is culture. And if you don't have a lot of guys buying in, it's hard to get anybody to. And so hopefully Sweeney and the Mavs will will help that. Do you? What do you think of how differently do you think of the Mavs now with Christian Wood? And then I guess now it becomes about uh, making sure you do get this thing done with Brunson. And, and bring him back. Like, how, how, Im, how improved is this team in your mind immediately with Wood in the lineup? Well, they ha- they're improved because they have a legitimate rebounder. Okay? I mean, they, they just got destroyed on the boards in the playoffs. And, and how they were able to survive as, as well as they did despite getting drilled by, you know, eight to ten rebounds a night is, is really pretty remarkable. Um, you know, they're, they're better offensively now because now they have a proven five, you know, that, uh, that can shoot and score, you know, like Porzingis could, because uh, they gave that up in order to get Dinwiddie. So they've become a little more versatile offensively. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens defensively. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not here to tell you that he's going to be, uh, you know, that, that he, he's going to be Robert Williams underneath the basket and blocking shots left and right. I mean, he's not going to be that player. But uh, there's no reason that his athleticism wouldn't allow him uh, to be somewhat impactful on that end, even if he is on the skinny side. I saw something written yesterday that one of the Mavericks' priorities will be bringing back also Theo Pinson. And that was interesting to me because he was mainly known for being a great, like, bench supporter. And they got fined a lot, but they had incredible support. And they liked taking Theo to the games, even though he was a two-way player. Now, he can't be a two-way player, a two-way contract next season. What is that about? Coop, is that simply they love what he brings in tangibles wise as a locker room guy, or is there anything yeah. he could actually do uh, no. for him on the court? Well, I mean, in, in a pinch, I mean, he, I think he could probably do something for them, but no, I, th- I think this is all about culture and creating culture and sustaining culture. Um, you know, th- that culture became a real story and a real part of what the Mavericks were all about last year. And I, I don't think they want to give that up. And especially with Boban having been traded away as, as part of the, the trade uh, to bring Christian Wood in, you know, to, to lose both of those would not be good. And, you know, I mean, look, you look at a team like the Miami Heat, you know, they have Udonis Haslam on their, on their roster. He doesn't play. I mean, he gets paid the veteran minimum, but why do they have him there? Because he represents what they want in in their culture, in their locker room. He represents that. I mean, it's hard to believe. Listen, you know, Udonis Haslam was guarding Dirk in the 2006 finals. <laughs> and he's still on he's I think he's 42 years old man he's still on an NBA roster it's crazy but but that's all that's all part of it and I, I don't see uh, I don't see any downside to it at all and you know he'll get the veteran minimum and uh, you know just the the Mavericks are going to be in the tax anyway so you know if you're going to do it then you know, why not try to put the best team that you can put together uh, both from a, a talent standpoint and from a chemistry standpoint. 
All right, last thing I have for you. Do you love, do you get excited, uh, Chuck Cooperstein, about the uh, the College World Series? You are a Florida Gator alum. Uh, University of Florida has played some great baseball over the years. Um, you're a huge college football and basketball guy. Do you get into the uh, the college baseball this time of year? Uh, not really. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll watch it in passing. Uh, but uh, it's it's not necessarily stop down stop down stuff for me um, because I mean I mean I, I you know I guess I'm I'm kind of down on baseball generally <laughs> on on all levels so it's it's not the thing that I will uh, spend the most time with but uh, you know I might I might catch stuff on the on the flyby and uh, you know as the, yeah. the College World Series goes the the thing that I do know or at least everybody has told me who has ever been to Omaha for the college world series says it's awesome. Says the whole scene in Omaha is fantastic. So, you know, maybe what I need is to actually make a trip to Omaha and, and experience that. And then maybe I'd have a different feel for it. All right. Well, I want you to get behind Mitch Thompson, new head baseball coach at Baylor, a new era has begun uh, right there in Waco, Texas, okay? And I need you to kind of get behind them. And then I saw today an interesting well, matchup. Why shouldn't, I, why, shouldn't I get, why shouldn't I get behind my team? I mean, if I, I mean, I don't even get behind my team, really, in the college world series. <laughs> <laughs> They're closer because my ballpark is beautiful, and it's within like an hour and a half from you, all right? So I understand you can like your place all the way. Now, you, uh, University of Florida, by the way, has a um, matchup. They're going to be at Kansas State this year. I just saw the Big 12 SEC matchups. Baylor will host Arkansas. So I just want you to get excited about uh, Florida well, going to Manhattan, Kansas, to play Jerome down. Tang's Kansas exactly. State Wildcats. Well, see, good old, good young Todd Golden, see what he's put together and see if it, it'll be uh, a, bit more, uh, a bit more together than uh, what, uh, what we saw the last few years in the Mike White era. Yeah, yeah, you were not a Mike White guy, and you were not shy about uh, letting us know that. So I appreciate your honesty on that. Uh, Coop, always fun to visit with you. Uh, wanted to get your take on this thing and uh, really enjoyed it, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Take care. There he goes, Chuck Cooperstein, the voice of the Dallas Mavericks. Be back in a moment with the dismount. That's next champion Crawford softball team from ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I missed my mama's call a while ago. Hello. Hey, guess what you're on? If I'm on commercial again, I don't come cheap. Well, uh, I can't afford you. What you want? <laughs> hey, tell them we do foundation repair, mama. Oh, they do foundation repair. Great workers. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't do it right. You can call my mama at 254-749-2183. Absolutely. Hi, mama. Love you. Gotta go. So you can give us a call at 254-235-4. Or you can call my mama or and complain. Visit us at vixajimmy.com. 
Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Listen up. If you take pride in your lawn, you need to mow with the best. Gravely. The made in the USA perfect cut quality grass devour and beast of the zero turns. Gravely residential mowers are built just as tough as their commercial machines with comfort and features you won't find on other mowers. Mow with perfection. Get yourself a Gravely. The full line of Gravely residential mowers is available at Landscape Supply. Come visit our new 10,000 square foot showroom in Spiegelville for the largest selection of outdoor power equipment. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the dismount. Aaron, you let me know, because we're going right into the pregame. We got first pitch, Rangers at 610, and we'll have to say goodnight here in, in just a little bit. I want to remind you, tomorrow, college baseball starts up, the College World Series. Aaron, can we get that on our air? Like, does ESPN have rights to that? That, that seems like something to be fun to, to have on ESPN Central Texas, is to play all these College World Series games. Maybe I should have asked Tom at some point. Aaron, this is University of Texas is going to face Notre Dame. I think that game's going to be around 6 or 6.30. I'm trying to think. I was, it was Eastern time. So maybe like 5 or 5.30 tomorrow. And then in that first game, is that Oklahoma and A&M? Oklahoma and Texas A&M get together. I mean, I love that side of the bracket because we've got – <clears throat> we got horns. We got Aggies involved. Um, we've, we've got the Sooners. I mean, this is really going to be a fun College World Series. And then Aaron, Mitch Thompson has told me that Baylor will be in the College World Series next season. <laughs> he has not told me that. But I, I don't think it's out of the realm that in the next two, three years, the Bears could return to Omaha. Mitch, Coach Barry, Coach Smith, and Coach Jonigan, they were all there 
for that trip to Omaha in 2005. Looking back, I was a young writer covering the Cowboys for the morning news. I should have gone. I should have dropped everything and gone to Omaha. Barfield was up there in the press box calling the games. I mean, when Mitch thinks of Baylor baseball, he hears Tom on the mic. He thinks back to all those great games Tom called. And boy, did Tom and Lark have a great run with Baylor baseball. My goodness, Steve and and, uh, Mitch and the whole gang love those guys. Hoot Jonagan. I was uh, I was uh, uh, going back and forth earlier today, Aaron, with Hoot talking about uh, Kelly Shavik. I got to say, Aaron, I didn't really get a chance to sound off on it, but we might let some of our people. We've had such fun interviews. We'll uh, we'll let you hear some of these, especially when I go on vacation here soon. I I thought that Kelly, I I I interviewed him when he was with the Rays. And he lit the Rangers up for a couple of home runs and like five RBIs or something in that game. They won nine to nothing in the first game of that ALDS. And Aaron, this is not a guy who loved doing interviews. If I recall correctly, Shopik was kind of like hard to interview. And I thought he was great today. I mean, he was just, man, he was awesome. And, and you know, people change over the years. But I always remember Shopik as being a major league player who did not love doing interviews. And I and I was ready for that. Aaron, you know, occasionally we'll interview somebody and they won't say much or or they'll have real short answers. You just got to go with it. You can't, you know, I the only time I ever got mad I, and I almost ended it was with Byron Jones or whatever that guy's name played for the Cowboys. Byron Jones, the cornerback. All right, I got to say good night. We'll uh, see everybody. We'll let you guys join the Rangers pregame in progress. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.